Welcome back to my podcast, everybody, These Stranger Sessions. I'm Angel, your host here, hostess. I don't know. I mean, I know it's hostess, but it's easier to say host in it. Anyways, a couple, like a week ago or so, I ran across, I was on Pinterest. I don't remember what I was doing, but I ran across this reel or this video. I don't have the actual video, but I can give you guys the audio and then I'll try to link it below. If I can find it, if not, I'll say that title, but, um, basically I ran across this video. I'll give you the audio right now. It's changed my life and I hope this will change yours too. I have a blank notebook and what I do is I write down my prayers very, very specifically. I put the date and I circle it every time I pray this prayer. I put action behind my prayer as an act of faith. Categories like clients, my business, things I would need to let go of, the world, my friends, Instagram friends, family, children, my husband, finances, everything. And I also write down when prayers are answered. So I ran across that video a couple of weeks ago, and when I first saw it, I was like, wait, hold on. This actually seems amazing. So I lately, if you've been listening to my other podcast, I talked about how I started bullet journaling or I set up a bullet journal in order to start bullet journaling in the year 2023. It's a new thing I'm going to try and I'm probably going to like it because I'm a very organized person and I love to stay, I like everything to be planned and everything to be written down and organized Um, and so I think I'll like that. But something that I, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will remember that I'm not good at praying. It's just not a gift I have. And if you do, you're very blessed because when I pray, I struggle because, well, first of all, obviously praying is kind of like a spiritual battle. It can be harder at times than others, but I would just have a hard time praying because I couldn't focus. And another thing is there's so many things in life that you have to pray about because, there are so many important serious things like the future and your future husband or spouse, your future kids, your um, career, your school now, your job right now, your hobbies, your passions, regular stuff like health and safety and provision, you know, all this stuff that you have to, well, feels like you should pray about daily, you know, you need to take your, ask God to take care of it, you know. Um, and I'm still learning, so I don't really know. Maybe you can only pray, you can pray about that once a week and it's fine. Or you can pray about it once in your life and God will always, I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But I just, I came across this video and I was like, wait, whoa, okay. This is a different way of journal praying, basically. So I, I have, have a prayer journal. I've had a prayer journal for a while because when, once I actually started up my, uh, spiritual walk, with the Lord, my like personal walk with him, I started realizing that I need to spend more time with him. And one of the things that we need to do besides reading our Bible or just devotions, we need to pray. We need to spend time just praying, telling him about the things we're stressing out about, asking him for the things that we need, you know, um, praising and thanking him for all the things he's already done and given us. And I know that when I, I need to do that in the morning or I need to set apart a time because it just doesn't really happen as well otherwise but anyway so because I couldn't focus because whenever I tried to pray I I felt like it was I was rushing because 
I just needed to get through it really quick. And if, when I was rushing or I couldn't focus, I would just repeat the same thing over and over. And I would just be like, Lord, bless this day. Please protect us. Help it to be a good day and bless us and keep us safe. And, and I'm like, wait, I'm saying all the things, the same things. So I'm like, okay, I need to put my thoughts down on paper so that I can see what I'm thinking. So I started writing on my prayers like letters. Oh, dear Jesus, please take care of this today. Please take care of that. But if you know, you can think a lot faster than you can write. And so it would be a very time-consuming task to write out prayers. Now, you might be thinking, yes, but that is time well spent, right? Which, yes, it is. But because I was so busy writing out everything, the same things every single day, at that point, it just felt repetitive. And it didn't feel like a personal conversation. When you sit down with maybe your parent or with a good friend, do you always go and say say the same things? Do you have the same conversations daily or whenever you guys talk? I don't. I don't. And when if you do, it gets the relationship is boring. There's nothing new. There's nothing new to the the conversation relationship. And then at that point, you don't really even want to continue going to coffee with that person. Or you don't want to text that person because it's boring. You guys say the same things over and over. Now, I have not found a solution to this problem. I'm still the friend of Jesus's who says the same thing every time we talk. I'm still, I'm trying to learn how I'm trying to learn. But this video kind of changed, like, gave me a new way of praying. I was like, oh, I didn't, sometimes you don't, you're just so used to something that you don't realize there are other ways to do it, you know? And that's kind of what I thought there. I was like, oh, you can actually do this. Now, let me explain. You might have not understood exactly what she was saying when I played the video or the audio for it, but basically she has a prayer journal as well. But instead of writing daily letters to Jesus, you would make like a page and I'm kind of trying to show this to you but let me try to explain so you would make a page title it for instance my first page is praise because I try to follow the examples given in the bible because the bible does give us examples on how to pray I think I've had an episode about this how to pray and he uh, like for instance Paul says that there are different types of prayers uh, there's praise, there's thanks, there's supplication, intercession, and then there's just, you know, requests and, well, that actually falls into supplication maybe, but I think, no, I think that's right. Um, it might be wrong. It's okay. You know what I'm saying. So there are different types of prayers. And so I try to follow that by making a page for each or as many as I need. So basically the first time we started, which was only this month, um, I started with praise and basically what I did was I just made a bunch of circles where I could write in, like she said, prayers, but she said she writes very specific prayers and then she circles them, which I feel like I may try again because when I just started this, I would just, I was just thinking to give it a try and if I needed to alter anything to work better for my personal prayer time, then I could. Speaking of which, she, I think I saw, I don't remember if she said it, but there is someone who, like, has an entire explanation about how this works. 
I didn't watch them. So I'm sure you can do more in like in-depth research about how people do this. Like kind of, I think it's kind of like bullet journaling where they'll be like, oh yeah, you can do it like this or like that or that style or whatever. And you pick what you want to do. But for me, I was just like, oh, that looks great. I'll do it. <laughs> so um, if you want to do more research on that, you probably can find whatever you're looking for online. Anyway, so um, because I was only just starting out and just trying it out, I gave myself like a couple of pages, even though I knew I would probably need the entire journal, which I do have an entire journal ready for it. So the first one is praise because I think we're supposed to start out um, our prayers with praise or like recognition of the father who is almighty and basically recognizing him as we go before him boldly like recognizing him that he is almighty and he is we are in no way deserving to come into his presence anyway so started out with praise and i just have a bunch of circles i have one two three four five six seven eight nine ten thirty circles on one page in this case and i just I didn't fill them all in with different types of praise, but I will tell you, for instance, praise for love. There's one for mercy and grace. There's a second one for salvation. Uh, the third one's because I am fearfully and wonderfully made for fifth one, because you are almighty. Anyway, so I fill out the circles and I don't have to, I didn't feel like I had to fill out all the circles at once. I filled out the ones that came to mind as I was making the journal or setting it up, and then I left circles empty so that as I continue out through the month, I can do, fill out more, and then as I pray daily, I will pick the ones that are on my heart that day, and I will circle them, so praise you for love, and I'm, and I, when I just started, I would, I just circled them, and then I just kept going, and I was like, well, I don't really feel like I'm praying, so then I just used it as a guide, I wasn't using it as my entire prayer, just circling what I already have written, I just used it as a guide. So I would circle and say, I praise you for love. And then I would pick what else was on my heart that day. And I would circle it and say, I praise you for your awesome plan. So I'm still praying. I would still be sitting down in with my attention on praying to the Lord. But I would use the circling as a guide. So I know I would stay focused. And it has worked so well. I'm so happy with this because... All this stuff, for instance, the next page, thankfulness. I have thankfulness for family, for friends, for health, for blessing, for peace, for love, for all these things. And I, again, have somewhat 30, 40, probably 30 um, circles on here, and I filled them out. And I didn't fill them all out. Again, I left a few empty so that as throughout the days, I could fill out other more specific thankfulnesses. As for right now, they're kind of more general. Hopefully, as I continue this, I can make more and more specific ones like she said she does. I feel like that would be better. And I loved it that she said that she writes them really specifically and then she circles it every single time she prays about it. And then when it's answered, she writes down the date. That's so cool. Like, then you can go back and look through your journal and be like, whoa, God is really working. You know, you can actually see it. And also, I like to circle the things that I am praying for because it feels like, well, first of all, if you just, I've had a list before. I've made a prayer guide list before, but somehow the circling 
because you're not just reading it off. You get to pick through a bunch of different things you've written. You've get, you get to pick what's on your heart that day. So I may have 30 options of praise here, but I may only pick two or three that are really on my heart today, and I can circle those. And it feels like an action, I guess. Instead of just pr- reading it off, it's like I'm not just reading to God. I'm actually circling it, being like, Lord, I, I'm just so thankful that you are my help, for instance. And you don't even just have to say that. You can branch off of that. I'm so thankful that you are my help. I mean, you've been helping me through my recovery. You've been helping me through these hard relationships. You've been helping me through these stressful moments. Thank you. You know, I praise you for that. You can branch off of it. It's just a guide. And my dad is having a phone call in the background now. But um, I just would always just get so off topic when I was praying. It would just be so difficult for me to stay on topic and then not just repeat over and over. So this has been so helpful. So continuing, I have praise, then I have thankfulness. Again, filled, not, not all of them are filled out and I've been using that. Now for supplication, if you don't know what supplication is, supplication is more like personal requests, personal prayers about yourself and about your your life, basically. So you're not praising, thanking, or praying for anyone else. You're basically just, these are your personal things. For instance, I just pray for like protection, for health, um, praying that he would teach me to be love, help me to have the fruit of the spirit and armor of God today, that he would give me wisdom and strength, that he would help me be pure, that he would give me a, you know, so in this case, to be honest, I've just made a list and I circle it all of these, all 30 of these every day, because these are all specific requests that I want to make every day. And I still, it's still kind of a list, but again, circling it and kind of just asking God through words as well. She'd be like, thank you. Um, And then moving on to supplication, please protect family, close friends, please continue blessing and providing Thank you for protection. Please continue protecting. Please give us health, you know. And then the next page, I have, oh my gosh, I have two pages for this one. So intercession. Intercession is prayer for others. So I have just a bunch of names here, and I'm sure I'm going to fill this up way more. But as of right now, I'm not really sure how I'm doing this. I think I'm going in order because there are so many people, so I'm just going to go in order. I usually, I've been trying to pick one person who is saved and I pray for their well-being and their continual growth in their journey and just protection and blessing and then I would pick someone who is not saved and pray for them that their hearts would be opened to God and and that God would send somebody to tell them the gospel and that their heart would be softened and opened to receive it and so pray for like two specific people daily and I've definitely tried to pray for at least one person a day, um, but in past I haven't really had a system at all. I just kind of was like, oh yeah, pray for this person, that person, but then I feel like there are so many people that I care about and I want to pray for, but they just don't get fit into my prayers because I'm too busy praying for this person over and over, which is not a bad thing. It's not. I'm just trying to figure out what works best for me. Um, so intercession, again, is just a bunch of names 
written out and I just circle them as I pray for them. But then it's funny because then you can see how many times you've been praying for these people and who you pray for the most. And then you can either choose to balance it out or continue praying for that person over and over because you believe that they need it. For instance, this person. <laughs> Anyways, and I'm just going to get a little detailed here because I want you guys, if you're interested to know how I'm doing this, I wish I could do a, a video. I wish I could do a video. That'd be more helpful. But on the next page, of the page three of intercession, praying for people, I have two prayers, short prayers, as examples or guide, another guide for the person that isn't is saved so i have an example prayer for myself if i need to help a guide to figure out what to pray for this person that you would basically this is the prayer that you would draw them closer to you protect bless heal lead love lift them up to you um and obviously with different people you're gonna have different things you know about them different things that they're struggling with and you're gonna be like oh and i can pray for this specific thing but if there's someone that you just know of and that you don't know anything specific that they need prayer for, you can just lift them up, you know, pray for all these average general things that everyone needs. And then I have a second prayer, a guide prayer. Um, it goes that you would call them to yourself, open their hearts, soften their heart to hear and to receive the gospel and to receive you. Um, so, again, if there's somebody in your life or that you know of who is unsaved and needing Jesus because we all need Jesus, then you can just pray for them generally that they would accept him and then add on details if you'd like. Um, again, you're not writing, I'm not writing all these prayers down. It's more like I've found that praying out loud helps me focus, but having a guide in front of me and praying out loud has just, I don't know, hyper-focus, I guess. So I could just pick someone and okay I picked this person and I'm just gonna pray like I don't know anything specific about this person that they need but I can pray that God would draw them closer to him that he would protect them that he would bless them and heal them and lead them as they grow up and that he would give them his love so that they can know his love and so that they can reflect his love and overflow with love for everyone and lift them up I just lift them up to him so that God can take care of them. So it's really quick, but at the same time, prayer is so powerful. So I I personally, another thing that just came to me, my I'm going to use my dad as an example. I haven't talked much about my dad on this podcast. I've talked about my mom a lot probably because she's helped me a lot through my recovery process and growth process. Um, but something about my dad was that he grew up in a home that was... Um, he was a broken home and growing up he was kind of on his own out in the world trying to figure out how to do life and obviously as somebody who grows up in the church and in the secular world a lot of times roots can be kind of weak and so sometimes it's interesting to hear about his past and see him now and be like wow you could have gone so many wrong ways and you are yet you are still here serving the Lord, you know, loving him and living life for him. That is amazing. And a lot of times I go back and just think, because he said this at one point, he just said, my mom was just praying. That was all she could do. 
at that point, which she could just, all she could do was pray for us, for her kids. And that, I guess that, you know, God heard and he blessed and he took care of the kids. So that's, I guess, I think that's the only reason why my dad is where he is today. Um, because of the prayers of his mother when she had nothing else that she could do for him. Um, and so I think power, like prayer is so powerful and it's sometimes for me, especially it's hard to see that that's, that it's real, that prayer can be so powerful, but it is. And I think we need to spend more time knowing that and spend more time in it because it is so powerful. Um, so I just try to spend time praying for people just because it's another thing is like if you are not in service to the Lord, if you are not serving him in any specific way, prayer is always there. Prayer is open to anyone at any moment. You can just sit down and pray for people. And that is a ministry in itself is just praying for those around you just for strength and for, you know, everything. It's just a ministry that's open to anyone who would like to do it. So, if that's something that's on your heart, I definitely recommend doing that. Now, another thing I added that she didn't really have at all. I just kind of took complete freedom in this because why not? Like, there's no rules. So, I have something that I'm loving. <laughs> I don't know why I'm just so excited about this. But I just have all these, you know, prayers that I repeat, you know, supplication and thankfulness and praise. I re it's kind of re repetitive, you know. I just thank the Lord for the same things, or I all or, or I'll pick several things that are on my heart that day, you know, of course. But then I have a page. Well, I will have more pages after this, but I have empty pages where I write down a daily special request, meaning I just put the date and then I write a special request about that specific day. So I just pray that the day will be blessed and that he would help me with whatever I'm doing that day. So I'll, I'll, let's say I'm going to work, like that, that he would bless me there, that we'd have a good day at work, that he would protect us and that I could show love to the people around me, you know, and uh, specific, daily specific prayers. Or if one day I am just having a hard day, I can just talk about that to him and so that's just the specific part of the prayers so that I don't I don't write out everything that I repeat you know but I can write out and have as much freedom as I want with the daily request or daily prayer and then I have a page called sometimes which means that these are things that like I should pray for but I don't always pray about every single day. For instance, I know that is, this might kind of drive some people crazy, but a lot of people say that as Christians, we should be play, praying for our government and world leaders and all kinds of stuff. And of course, I believe that too. But I think that everyone kind of has different things on their heart to pray for. So sometimes I will pray for our government <laughs> and our world and ministries, our church, and our staff. I feel like there are many people who have this on their heart and they are praying for it. But I have other things that I'm praying for, such as people and, you know, that kind of stuff. So I wrote on a page of stuff that I kind of forget to pray about so that I can for 
so that I can remember and then pick one or two things um, to pray about. And again, 30-ish circles and empty circles. And here I only pick like one or two a day, not all of them. And then I have an entire page laid out for my future husband for just just praying for him. And you know what? Like you guys might be actually curious about this, praying for a future spouse. And see, the thing, the interesting thing is that as a kid, kind of knew that we needed to be praying for a future spouse. And there are some people who like pray for their future spouse ever since they're like 13. And I have been on and off praying for my future spouse for years, but it was never really like a daily prayer, the specifics. But now that I'm getting older and I do want to get married and hopefully my future spouse will be coming into the picture at some point soon, it's kind of like more on my heart to pray for him like daily specifically. And I'm going to give you guys, I'm going to give you guys what I pray for just in case I can give you some ideas of how to pray for your future spouse or, um, I don't know why, what other reason I would tell you how, what how I pray for him but basically I just again 30 circles that may not be enough because I only have one left open so I may have to make expand to two pages for January I'm not sure if I'm going to redo this monthly I think the lady who I watch do this I think she has like she just I don't think she has a time I don't know you know I'm in a I'm experiment see how it works see what's fun what what works best but here's the list of things I pray for so that yeah I already explained that anyway so the first thing I pray for is uh, a passion for God number one the second thing I pray for is that he would have love in his heart and not just not just regular love but like a love overflowing for the people around him and for a love for God and that he would understand and the love of God, like, how much God loves him, because if you might, you might have heard me talking about love a little more, like, emphasizing on love a little more in this episode, and that is because right now I'm going through a personal spiritual journey where I'm learning about love, God's love, and I'm actually going to be doing episodes about that in the future, so look out for those, (laughs) so yeah, that's why I'm emphasizing on love, and then just pray that he would have the fruit of the spirit daily, the armor of God daily, wisdom, strength, purity. That is a big one for me, is purity. Because as a girl who has tried to pursue purity, like, I would really hope and pray that my husband would also have valued purity as much as I have and have been taught to value it so that we can both um, experience a better relationship in that that we can um like appreciate each other's purity better so anyway that's something uh that he would have understanding kind of that he you know I don't know how to explain that understanding if you've read like Proverbs and Psalms and understanding in the Bible that's what I mean uh desire to grow and learn that he would have health good health um that he would have a deep love for me and that I'd love him deeply, uh, that he would have commitment, 
a passion for teens or ministry because I'm hoping that we can do a ministry together. Um, the ability to be good father and husband, hardworking, gentle, very good sense of humor. If you are a man or a guy who is listening to this podcast and you are wondering what a godly, well, now I'm calling myself godly, but I don't see myself in that way. I mean, I try, but anyway, if you are looking for what someone, what a girl who is following the Lord, let's say it that way, is looking for in a man, here are the things. And that's actually giving me an idea. Maybe I should get a godly man on this podcast to tell us girls what a godly man is looking for. I might do that, actually. Um, where am I? To be a good father and husband, hardworking, gentle, very good sense of humor that is important to me. Or circle it like a thousand times. Handsome, charming, cute and funny, if I may ask. What did I... Wait, yeah, that's what... Um, I wrote, I said, if I may ask for that. <laughs> Friendly. I don't want an introvert. <laughs> I don't want an introvert. I want someone friendly. Uh, ser- someone with a servant's heart. Uh, someone who has forgiveness in his heart, who is very forgiving. A uh, person with a jack of all trades. Someone who is able to learn skills and have skills in life. You know, the ability to do all kinds of things. That's why my dad is... Look, I'm not being unrealistic in this one because my dad is a jack-of-all-trades and that has proven to be really great because he can do all kinds of stuff around the house and he can do all kinds of maintenance on the car and he can do all this kind of stuff. He can even cook and that's amazing um, because it just is and I've always wanted and I've really respected that and I've wanted that in my husband as well. Uh, I want someone who's creative and fun-loving. That's also my dad. A man of God, good with children, good family life, uh, wise with money, ability to change, grow, and learn, and then have an empty one. So, that is the end of all the lists I have. And then at the end of the prayer, I just have the example prayer that Jesus prayed when the disciples asked him to teach them to pray. You know, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And I've broken this down a little bit, well, several times to figure out what Jesus... Because I, people have said that Jesus gave that as an example prayer, not something you're supposed to necessarily pray every single day. But when I came to it, I just kind of broke it down. Like, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. So first of all, he comes before the Lord. And he kind of, he is in reverence, you know. Hallowed be thy name. What does hallowed mean? I don't know. I should look that up. <laughs> let's let's look it up. Hallowed be thy name. What does hallowed be thy name mean? Now you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to be patient while I look this up. Hallowed be... What, well, I forgot to say what, what... What does hallowed be thy name mean? To pray, hallowed be thine, your name, means to ask God to let his name be worshipped, exalted, honored, and adored on earth as it is in heaven. It is to ask God to so move and act in the world that people worship and treasure him above all else. That's the first answer on the internet. I don't know if there would be other meanings. Uh, 
anyways, if you're interested in knowing more about that, I'm sure you can do research. <laughs> anyways, so I, I just see that he comes before him and he just is in reverence. He's respecting the Lord first. And he says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So the Lord's will be done. Give us this day our daily bread. Please provide for us. He's asking for provision, basically. And forgive our debts, forgiveness, as we forgive our debtors. In that spot, I would add to please help me to forgive my debtors because, you know, I need help there. Anyway, and do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil ones. So deliver us from our sins. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Again, that's more, you know, praise and respect and... I don't know what the correct word is. And then he says, amen. So it's really, see, when we look at this prayer, it's kind of amazing to see that because, I don't know, when you think of like good Christians and like what a good Christian should do, you're like, oh, well, probably pray for like half an hour in the mornings. Like I'm reading a book. I think it's a commentary on Song of Solomon. And he was talking about like this really, this person who's, like, really close with the Lord and how he would, like, pray on his knees all night long. And I'm like, I don't do that. In order to be a good Christian, like, do you have to do that? But when the disciples asked Jesus to show them how to pray, this was what he gave them. It's like a, that's like a one-minute prayer at the most. And I'm not saying you can't pray for half an hour all, or all night. You know, some days call for that. But I think on a daily basis... We don't need to stress out about saying many lovely and flamboyant words to the Lord. I think he just wants an honest and genuine, like, prayer, you know. And so I just wanted to share this with you because I found it and I thought it was great. And I'm very excited about continuing in this style of a guide for a prayer. Um... And so hopefully you guys will get something out of this. Oh, and by the way, before I end this episode, I was going to tell you this at the beginning. I was going to say I'm going to do a shout out. But anyway, oh, I'm throwing things. I'm doing a shout out because there were several people who, well, let me read those. This, I wrote it down. Shout out to those who have kindly reached out to me recently. Thank you for your kind and encouraging words. I am so glad that God can use, I forgot a word, can use me and all my scattered words to work in your lives. So thank you guys for reaching out to me. Very kind. I have a few names here, just a couple. Emily, Kanan, and Norvell, you guys and your words, very encouraging. I'm just so glad that I can be used because I just feel crazy. So <laughs> praise the Lord and all the glory be to him out of this podcast and my life and anything I say. Um, that, that's all for this episode. I hope you guys stick around for the next one because I do plan for it to be about, if plans don't change, it should be about the whole entire love journey I'm on. I'm actually excited to talk about it with you guys because I have a feeling I'm at a turning point in my spiritual life and even maybe my entire life and I want to share it with you. So stick around for the next episode once it's out. <laughs> um, but yeah, otherwise, thank you for listening. If you'd like, check out my other podcast that is just for funsies called Storytime by Angel. And also, if you'd like, you can follow me on Instagram at Angelina Jordan for music updates and more. 
I hope you guys have a blessed holiday season, and I will probably talk to you next year. Bye!